0: This is the Talking DT Podcast, episode 29. Welcome to the Talking DT Podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas, and opinions about DT. I think there are many things that we debate and discuss and don't agree on within the design and technology community. In the last few weeks you've heard some podcasts with Eddie Norman and myself talking about knowledge and the forms of knowledge in design and technology and what that looks like in the subject content. And you can hear that we're still debating and exploring Eddie's got his ideas, mine are still in flux and evolving. And I think that is one of the areas that we need to talk about in design and technology. What does knowledge look like in D&T? What's it for? What's its purpose? Obviously, I think it's more than just facts and a list of whether this is a hacksaw or not a hacksaw and whether children can identify and name different things and different processes. But I think its form and its structure is worthy of debate because I think that helps us plan and design curriculum that is meaningful for the children in classrooms in design and technology. And I also think by doing that, we can plan progression. So these series of podcasts around knowledge and what knowledge look like looks like, have been really setting the groundwork for us exploring what might be the answers, what's the resolution, what's the ideas, to what the different forms of knowledge might look like, and how we might use that when planning curriculum. And a number of you have emailed me or contacted me via Twitter to share your ideas, to give your thoughts about whether this is a useful discussion or how you're seeing knowledge in your setting, whether it's you're in a school or whether you're a researcher or somebody who's got an invested interest in design and technology. I think it's one of the unresolved debates. And I think the work that myself and Eddie are doing are not necessarily going to lead to a solution. We might lead to resolutions for different people. But I think it will contribute to that debate about what's the form of knowledge. And by contributing that debate, we're hoping that we're giving people ideas to explore that they can consolidate their own thinking about the form of knowledge in design and technology. So that's one debate that's been taking place through the podcast and outside of the podcast. I'm not claiming that it's all happening within the podcast episodes, but I do know that we've tapped into a moment that's been happening particularly in England, I think, at the moment, and I'm, and I'm aware of it in other countries such as in Switzerland and America around what is the content and the knowledge form in design and technology. And I think having those debates, as I've said, is really important, which leads me on to another debate that's been happening for lots of people around the subject for a long time. And again, I don't think we will resolve it. I think we will come up with different ways of thinking about it, but I don't think there'll be a resolution. And that's about the value and the purpose of design and technology. Now that's my research focus primarily that I've started back in 2011, asking people what they thought was the purpose of design and technology. And as I shared in the past, I've found very little consensus and lots of different reasons that people have given for the purpose of design and technology. And I'm now at a place where I've created a survey that's out for testing or it's actually we've just closed it in the last few days and thank you to the 150 people who've taken part in completing that survey or that was the number I when I looked at it last week. Your input and your thoughts on the survey statements about the different purposes of design and technology that over 40 people have given us will be really useful and powerful and help us shape the next part of the research. The next part of the research is to create a survey that can be shared and used in schools and by teachers to build up a database of understanding what different people think is the value of design and technology. If you've got any ways of thinking that that might be useful for you then please do let me know because what I'm hoping is that by collecting this information we get a more nuanced idea about who thinks what about design and technology. I can already see how teachers and pupils think differently, and also people who are involved in research think differently. So if you just take those three different groups, they all have some similarity but not much, but they actually have more difference and similarity. And I personally think that has an impact on the way the subject is thought about and taught and how materials are created for the subject. So the idea is by taking the survey that's just been out uh, for testing, refining it, And then using that survey with a larger cohort of people, we'll have a deeper understanding of a wider range of people. And our data will become more credible because we've got more people involved. So what I'm asking her, first of all, is if you have ideas or thoughts about how that research might be useful for you, then do let me know. Because we're at the the stage of shaping and designing the next part. So if you have ideas and thoughts, we can bring those into the design now. And that will hopefully lead us to a richer, useful, more useful way of using the data that comes out from the survey. If you have ideas about that, then please do drop me an email. You can find me at Alison at or on social media at Hardy underscore Alison on Twitter. So those are two debates that I think are going on. One about knowledge and one about the value and purpose of the subject. But there are many other debates that go on about the design, the subject of design and technology. And some of you may have a copy of the book Debates in Design and Technology Education, which was edited by Gwyneth Owen Jackson back in 2013. Now, this is my next or one of my next book projects that I'm working on. Is, I've been asked by Routledge to look at that book and lead the editing of the second version of that book and I've been looking back at the debates that were around at that time 2012-2013 when that book came out and I'm now curious about whether some of those areas have receded and are not so much of the four of our discussions and debates about the subject and whether other ones have come into line for example like the two have already mentioned knowledge in the subject and value of the subject I think there continues to be the debate which Gary O'Sullivan wrote about in that book, about whether the subject is vocational or academic. Again, whether that can be resolved. I mean, I think, first of all, we have to think about what do we mean by vocational and what do we mean by academic? And does the subject fit in one or the other or does it fit across? But that is a debate that we have about the subject. Other debates that were happening then and are still happening is the place of textiles in design and technology and of food, I know some people have decided that in England, that that is not part of design and technology in their schools. And they've got reasons and justifications for that. Some of them are very pragmatic about not being able to find staff, not being able to find teachers. Others are pragmatic, unfortunately, because schools have cut the size of their design and technology departments. And so some areas of the subject have been lost. But there are reasons why people think about whether textiles and food are within design and technology, or outside. For what it's worth, my opinion, I think they're inside, because I see them as a material that we use to design and think with in design and technology. And I think the boundaries for me between the materials are false silos that actually are based in the history of the subject. But anyway, you might disagree with me. That's fine. That's what debating the subject is all about. So this is my second request in this podcast is if you've got a copy of that Debates in Design and Technology book or if you're debating something in Design and Technology that I've not talked about in this podcast or another podcast, then please do let me know because now is the time to shape and influence the structure and content of the second edition of Debates in Design and Technology. I'm currently contacting authors from that previous edition, asking them about their input in the next edition. But I am looking to make sure that this book meets the needs of the design and technology community. So now is the opportunity for people to get involved and shape that book and its content. So that's two things I'm asking you for to take part in or inviting you to take part in. is firstly shaping the content and structure of a book. And secondly, to shape the design and development of my research about the value of design and technology. Next week, I'm going to talk about a third opportunity for you to get involved in knowledge and debating about the knowledge structure of design and technology. So you'll have to wait and hear about how you can get involved in that. As ever, if you've got any thoughts or comments, you can find me on social media and you can contact me via my website. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Allison. Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening.